Hello, everybody. Uh, my next guest is somebody that I really wanted to have on my pod because uh, he is very smart. He's very opinionated. He's not scared to say what the fuck he feels. <laughs> no, no, I'm scared. Don't say that. <laughs> Wait, push that out of the way. This? Yeah, he's a comedian and a writer. Nominated how many Emmys? At least a couple Emmys. You nominated him. And then a Peabody Award winner, but you acted like it was no big deal. You know David Feldman, the right, he's a writer? Yes, comic. yes. We did a roast battle, and he goes, Kermeski's favorite award by far is his Peabody. It's, it's not the uh, statue. It's the body he pees on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Kurt Metzger. Dude, first of all, thank you for coming. Yeah. This is a a better like uh, I don't know what I envision, but it's like a decked out studio, dude. You like it? Yeah. I'm gonna make it a little warmer. I'm getting it down. I appreciate that. Means a lot coming to you because you do a lot of pods. Yeah, I don't have a good studio. I use a green screen. No, but you also you have yours. You're building up, but you also are a guest on a lot. Yeah. Um, and I felt bad because you took an Uber here, which is no big deal. But it was like I would have just met you somewhere or something because it's like i, I don't know <laughs> it's sad that uh because i moved from new york so I, I haven't like uh i uber everywhere but i'm not right now it's a little yeah right i've done it a couple times since yeah well there's a virus uh i don't know i got a lot of hand sanitizer and it's worldwide this virus yeah. dude first thing i want to say is you're fucking taller than i realized and i'm not i hate yeah. to be that guy. you're a big dude. How tall? I've told you. Well, that. I'm six over six foot. I'm like six and one ish. Mm. I think you're like six three. Yeah, I'm, I'm just under six four. Like by a little. You're bit. a big dude, and you're a writer. But because when I followed you a couple <laughs> times, well, no, it's like I have followed you at the improv. I wish and I, I was a smaller dude and a bigger writer. <laughs> you, I don't remember you being that big. You're like a big lumbering dude. Um, like you could, yeah, fucking, that's a good, uh, you could step lumber, on somebody lumbering to get Sherrod, who I used to do my old podcast with said, I look like, uh, three, three kids on each other's shoulders in a trench coat trying to sneak in <laughs> as an adult. I have that grace. You're just bigger. I, for some so, reason I thought, I don't know. I think they call it like a lummox or something. That's, I think that's the technical term. Possibly. Yeah. Wait, can you, did you play any sports? Were you a hooper or no? I mean, I played sports, but I wasn't good at any. And I, uh, but like New York writers have like this New York writer anger, and they're pretty good at like outside hoop. Well, I could see you kind of being sneaky headband game. I I remember when uh, the comics all played when I first got there, and and uh, but I don't remember writer. I was, I was around comics when I got moved to New York. So, but a lot of them played ball like that, and, it, and then like uh, I can't remember who Tim Young, I think. Broke his <laughs> broke his leg playing pickup at, and he couldn't do stand up for you know months. And he just like I would never want to break my leg just for a pickup. Ball. Oh god, yeah, for what? And it does nothing. Like he broke his fucking leg. Yeah, like going for the ball, and like I think tripped over the base of the. <sighs> well, dude, here's what I want to ask you. It's like I'm literally as you're waiting. I'm waiting for you to come over, and I'm like. It's like 10 more things I just noticed are opening up. Right. And I just like, dude, my two senses. They got the orange man out. I mean, you tell me. Am I crazy? 
What is the question? <laughs> the question is, it's like I feel like all of a sudden the virus is uh, magically uh, less. Well, everybody stayed inside a long goddamn time. And um, I, I also think of, I'm like, all right, well, what's the point where this is uh, taking my shoes off at the airport now? You know, which I don't, I, I would really, I, but I'll bet you it'll be like that. Because I was in China when I went, it was everybody had masks on. Because they had like SARS and, you know. Yeah. They had coronaviruses before. So uh, that's what it looked like. People walked around with a mask and it was like a normal thing. And uh, the air is crazy polluted. Yeah. And nobody's looking at it. It's like a sci-fi movie, like Blade Runner when you're there. And uh, uh, the, but the world didn't is, get shut down from SARS, even though it was scary as shit. Yeah. Th- no, this, I mean, kicked it up a notch for sure. But just that thing of like, you just wear a mask. I, I don't think, I think some people are going to be wearing a mask all the time, no matter what. And some people are not. But if, if I, what I don't get is if you get in, uh, uh, um, you know, um, <laughs> vaccine, yeah. Right? why would you be, why would you need to wear a mask? Aren't you kind of like out of the, you can still pass it even if you're vaccinated? It's, it's even scary to say what we can say because of what the words they look for. Oh. So we'll talk in like code. Oh, can you not say? You can't say that. I think we talked about that on your pod. You can't say certain things. Oh, my God. You can't. Let's say, let's do something that rhymes with it. We'll say Jax. Like, literally. You can't. They they, they, they will flag. Um, Oh, my God. I'm crunching on this thing. But here's the thing. They say if you get the thing, that you there's different strains that may be, that that thing may not work on those strains. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? If you get an ouchie shot for your, <laughs> for your <laughs> you have to say it like that. It's just ouchie shot for your coffee cough. Yes. <laughs> Certain coffee coughs might not yeah. be. Aff- that's what I was reading. Yeah, right. But my thing is, it's just I just feel like all of a sudden, since I was waiting for you to come over here, I've seen like five new articles of like. This is opening. This is opening. This is opening. I got texts from people. Hey, we're at partial capacity. Come down. We're kind of doing yeah, right. a show near the parking lot. Would you? And I'm like, this just happened in like 24 hours. And I'm like, what's going on? Do we hit like herd immunity? Well, I, I think it's a mix of. I don't think the numbers are even good here, but I could be wrong. I haven't checked in a while, but. You know, a bunch of people have their shit shut down. <laughs> like people got to live. So. The, the the weird thing of like, it's too late to open, we can't open or, uh, you know, well, then you got to give people fucking money. <laughs> like you can't shut all, everything down and then not, did they even send out money? For, like It got passed. I think people are waiting for it. Yeah. They, and, and I think they're going to like delay it extra like the. Yeah. So the Democrats suck because they didn't pass any of the shit they're supposed to, right? It's like less than supposed to. And it's means tested. And then the Republican. What the? I, I don't remember his goddamn name. He's gonna he's gonna make sure they read the whole thing out in, uh, in, in the chamber. So Mitch it, McConnell. No, it's this other guy, Trump. But he said just to delay it. It's like he's like we're gonna. It's just to delay it. It's already passed. There's, there's no need to do that other than to hold up. Just to fuck with people. Well, yeah, it's like, one point nine trillion. Yeah, right. And then you're saying they before they feed it out, they gotta just. Do the whole pomp and They want to do nothing. Like, that's that's the wild part. So one side was going to do not anything they said, and then the other side is like, 
shouldn't do anything for anybody. But look, if that's the kind of country it is, okay, hey, it's America. We don't, we're not, we're not, every other country, people are getting part of their salaries and shit from the government. But maybe we're not like that. So then you got to open everything up and let people take their chances because they got to eat. You know, so do one or the other is my position. Like if, it, if it's uh, you're not giving out anything, then open up and let everybody take their risks, you know. I agree, but it's been such a mixed message because, yeah. we, I, you know, like Texas is wide open. West Virginia right. is now wide open. Like you said, you're in Arizona and you're squ- guessing whether you should wear a mask. In the beginning, yeah, I was. And I mean, yeah. L.A., we're like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. People are jogging, full no, it's, on it's, jogging uh, with hazmat suits. It's the pa- yeah, it's the pants of the face now that you must. Uh, <laughs> you, that's like going out without pants. Yeah, <laughs> like so. It's like yeah. I don't know what the fucking truth is, but it's like literally L.A. and Texas and Florida can't be any more different. Um. Well, they, I think they are. I, I don't know what Texas is either. I know New York's terrible. But Florida's like good I, f- compared to New York. I, from what I understand, Florida's like Florida's. It's not open. the beach. Yeah, it's not the beach that people were getting. Uh, no, but you from. can sit inside a wing hut, a wing stop, and like eat wings and like talk. Oh, I've never been to wing stop. Oh, bomb. Yeah, bomb, bomb. And for some reason, they're better in Florida. Mm. But what I'm saying is, we can't do that. You can't even go in it. You kind of your food in Chipotle. Isn't that, is that why they wanted to recall uh, what's his name? Newsom? American Psycho, the governor. <laughs> That's such a good... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know I can't Bro, be the first person I've said that. Like, I know somebody must have... Somebody yeah, he, must have called him American Psycho. That's brilliant. He looks exactly... Yeah. It's just the hair. It's like yeah. from the book cover. He's got the hair. Yeah. I mean, I heard they are, or it's close to it. Uh, well, that's that. I think it probably coincides with things opening up suddenly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Was, they were real dickheads the way they implement. I mean, him and the, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> you're really trying to get the people look at your taxes. You're you're calling those guys dickheads. You're definitely going to get a little bit. My shit. state taxes? <laughs> yes. They're gonna I don't do- think my they're that high. <laughs> <laughs> your state taxes run, are getting up. <laughs> run the numbers on this Metzger guy talking shit. <laughs> That's how fucking No, the paranoid. guy in New York who... Uh, you know his name is. He's Paul got his Martin. own problem. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I should say I smoked a full joint before I came here. You did. Yeah. Your eyes are white as hell. Oh really? I Why did you have to smoke the drugs? Is it because you doing the pot, or that's just your get right? I, I all of the above probably. Do you do every day? Ye- well, yeah, but then not for like long stretches. It's you know. Does it make you? Because because if I do it, yeah. I can't remember anything, and I'm like, Ugh. oh, I gotta do a, like a sativa or something. So you're on the kind that chills you out. I don't know. I think this is a hybrid. I don't know what. Uh, it's not gonna put you to sleep. No. Okay. <laughs> By the way, you're not the first person to be on the middle of the pod says I'm high as shit. Yeah, well, because it's so visually uh, is it stimulating. You, do you feel like you're watching? Like, wow, you, a lot of history in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you're on Special K? No, that would be. Uh, <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever <laughs> but that's really like what I remember it being called from school. Special K. That's what's in that Mexican Coke. Special K. Yes. I've never ingested it. Have you ever done ketamine though? Have you? No, I never. Di- I never did that. Believe it or not, it's it's like uh, in the what's the movie uh, Get Out with this guy in the sunken place. It's like that. Like how they show like a. 
he's like, you know, do you remember, you see that movie when she hypnotized him and he's in the sunken place? I've like, never seen the movie. I still have to see it. You never saw Get Out? Get I know. I know. I was about to say Get Out to You. Right? Get Out to Me. And my friend was like one of get the, out the of here, big yeah. stunt guys on it. I have to oh, see really? it. I have to see yeah, it. Get Out was good. I, I think. Uh, I saw the other one. But I didn't see Get Out, the next one. Oh, yeah. You really, Us. Really M. Night Shyamalan, that one. Dude. <laughs> it really went from a promising to a fucking. <laughs> I liked Us. I yeah. liked it. But, okay, that's another day. But hold on. Let me. Get I, Out's good, though. It's very good. I have to see it. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. What? How, how long have you been doing stand-up? You've been doing 20 years? Yeah, maybe like 22 now. And you're from Jersey. Yeah. And well, uh, I was, my family's from Ohio, but then I lived in New Jersey mostly. But I lived uh, down south a little bit too, in uh, Statesville, North Carolina. But mostly Jersey. Like I went to high school in New Jersey. You did you start in college? Yeah, in Philly. You started in Philly. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lake Helium. No, there it was no. Helium. There was no helium in those times. When I first moved there for school, it was called Davis, David Brenner's Laugh House, the club on South Street. Laugh House, exactly. And it was just Laugh House. So when I started, that was when it was Laugh House. And you, where did you go to school in Philly? Art Institute. I'm not, okay. Chestnut, I think. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I'm from Philly. That's my home. Yeah, right. So you really, if you've taken it in then, you know what everything was going on there. Uh, It's I'm, gotten much more gentrified since you were there. Has it? Oh, yeah. You ever been to Fishtown? Fishtown no, makes it? Silver Lake and Brooklyn look like low well, key. I, oh, so that's what you mean. Like they went out. Because when I was there, it was like you just go to Center City. Or there was the other one. Um, Have you ever been to North Philly? I used to live in Germantown for. Uh, but when you go to North Philly, then you could really catch. You could possibly catch. It was crazy. A shooting. It was crazy where I lived. Yes. <laughs> it was, now it was insane. <laughs> now you can get one of the best cheesesteaks with like truffle oil there. Really? It's truffle incredible. oil. Yeah, it's like super hipstery. I was there not long ago, but I wasn't in North Philly. I was doing a punchline. Yes, by the casino. Yeah, yeah right. That's all changed. It's beautiful. So what did they cuz okay, when I was there it was it was wild the crime when I was there and it was uh they did, it was, I can't remember how many cops were policing it, but it was like a crazy small number. Yes. And um, in fact, my ex-girlfriend from there, her parents, at a school they taught at, you know, they do like active shooter kind of drilling, you know, what to do if there's an active shooter. Mm-hmm. They're like, it's going to be a 45 minute wait. So you should probably think about buying a gun. No. <laughs> yeah, this cops. <laughs> yeah. <Are> you- <laughs> yeah, so this is like, but that sounded very Philly. Dude, Philly's a, I could I I consider it very tough. I consider Baltimore. It's not as crazy as Baltimore. I think it's yeah. What I did, I mean in New York, I've never felt. And there's all kinds of places in New York that are dangerous, but it's not. No. Philly is is a like sh- people don't think that far ahead. Like they think way less ahead than somebody from another city. So I, you hear like silly crimes. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, dude. that's so true. Like somebody stabbed a bouncer in the groin outside of a pizza place. You yeah, like they have a bouncer at the pizza place, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, you need a bouncer, <laughs> dude." That's so true. Yeah, and that whole area where the punchline is now is all beautiful. But back in the day, that was like I remember waterfront. Back in the day, I remember there being a club there, gangster. When I went to, uh, they had like a goth, a goth. Maybe it's just a goth night, 
But there's a club down there. Mm-hmm. I remember that because I went with. Uh, oh, I don't know. I just remember I'd never gone to any kind of shit like that, and it was like a uh, real like goth like. She'd be like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> the, it, the real 90s hard, like, goth. Like, before the Matrix, just before the Matrix came out. Like Doc Martin. Yeah, with, like, the st- stompy dreads. And yeah. Like, people are vampires and shit. That, that type of, yeah. Mixed yeah. with, like, that rockabilly. Rockabilly was big then. Yeah, right. I remember that. And uh, <laughs> I think, like, bef- just before I moved to school... Like swing dancing was going out of style. Yeah, but I think it was more West Coast, right? Like, uh, the, I saw movies. that out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but Philly guy. That's weird of swing dancing in Philly. <laughs> you don't put those two together. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think I'm getting high by looking at you. Did uh, Did you ever go to uh, ECW? I used to go to ECW when I was in college. Wait. What is that? That was Extreme Championship Wrestling in oh, South Philly. Oh, yes. Which a bunch of the people went to, you know, WWE or whatever now. But that was the best up close. Because I went to WCW down there. I The girl I was dating won a contest on the radio to be like a ring girl at a WCW thing. And it was in the stadium. Okay. And uh, that show sucked. It was, you were sitting, it was like shitty seats and they're far away from you, you know. In a, yeah. In a sports arena. But, uh. ECW arena was great because you're like up close. Where was that? That's right. That is a, that's from know. Philly, right? Yeah, it's South Philly. And uh, they were like Legit. really, yeah, they really were injuring each other. In fact, the guy New Jack, if you've ever bumped into him at uh, roasts of various wrestlers, like his head is all fucking scarred up. Like, you know, from they, barbed wire. Yeah, all kinds of shit. I just remember two things about that. I do remember that I did hear, I was kind of after I left. That wrestling was big there, but I also think of that, and I think of Rat. Rat? The band Rat. Oh, yeah, that's like more. Uh, more like there was a lot, of, a few hair bands came out of Philly. I didn't Rat know was from Philly, yeah. Rat's ish, Philly-ish, Jersey-ish, I mm. think. But yeah, the wrestling was huge there. Yeah, right. And so you went to those matches. Yeah, with a friend. Fucking legit, like, yeah. that's like blood. Yeah, right. We went to bring your own weapons night and you bring in like, you know, like a stop sign or a, I think we were like a baking t- pan <laughs> like and then they hit each other like, no, yeah. And they might use your thing to hit each other. Really? Yeah. So if you brought in a stop sign, a wrestler might grab it and hit another guy with it. Bring weapons. And that was one of the matches. And uh, oh my God, it wasn't that night, but it was like a previous week. Somebody in line. Got in an argument and uh, <laughs> somebody chopped him in the head with a cleaver and, and it stuck in their head. <laughs> like they live, but it just, just stuck in their head. <laughs> like some wow. altercation. Yeah. That was the white part of Philly, too, by the way. <laughs> wow. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. Dude. Was that South Philly? Yeah, South Philly. Like, uh, Oh, my God. I'm trying to think of like that's why I like John's roast pork. I always equate yeah. them with different sandwich places. Wait, is it John's? What's the one with broccoli, Rob and Tony Luke? That's what Tony Luke. Get. That's yeah. my buddy, by the way. Oh, really? Great, great, great steak. Yeah, I get the pork and uh, broccoli, Rob. But a cleaver to the head doesn't sound that unsurprising in Philly. No, right. That's a kind of 
It's like all cartoonish crimes. <laughs> I know, like you said, but they're not. But with real world circumstances, an yeah. actual cleaver. Yeah, and the guy lived. Right, and he'll probably be bragging about it. <laughs> yeah, fucking God, cleaver yeah, me, fuck you, dude. Over there by the river, yeah. <laughs> he fucking can't kill me with a cleaver, dude. I just put water on it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that. Um, so let me ask you, what do you <clears throat> feel like? You just cough. What do you feel in terms of like? Because you say a lot of shit, which I like about you. I mean. You're not what, on my uh, podcast. No, just in life on your pod, and it's like you just posted this great thing about Jimmy Dore. Who? Yeah, but that's not. I don't think that's like, like, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't think there's that's like the thing that's like that. I kind of go out of my way not to be on social media too much, but I just posted that. No, that but made me laugh that fucking article. But but I didn't read it, so everybody was watching. You posted Jimmy want to smeary. Yeah, but is that actually a real award? No, it's, but it's the thing like, but it's you, like they're smearing gotten, him. Yeah, I've gotten a couple of smearies from the Daily Beast, and uh, they're called. They actually do that. No, I, I'm just calling. It's just, it was just a smear job. Up. Yeah, it's a and smear article, smear but I just him. called it a smeary, like it's an award. And they said that he's like this far left celebrity is. No, they said with, yeah <laughs> with the far right, the dirtbag left. Would you ever hear that term? No, it's I, not a thing. It's about it, it's the dirtbag like, left. I just learned this watching. It's based that. on like one podcast or something. It's not like it, it's like whoever's in Brooklyn. It's they just need those labels like alt right or the dirtbag left or those kind of stupid because that's like a good media. But isn't the left writing this? So aren't they part of the dirtbag left? No, that's why they're calling them the dirtbag left. They're like left that are sneaky right. Okay, so there's the th- I don't know what people think of as left, but like Democrat, like if you're like a kind of, I guess Clinton as Democrat, that's not really left. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there's people like, no, we're the actual left and we're met. Berkeley. Like, What's Ber- Berkeley? We considered, I would consider that its own planet, but yeah, I do too. It's its I, own, but planet. you know, Berkeley, I, I'm sure, I'm sure Berkeley had like a left that was actual. Like, now there's like a weird thing where it's like lifestyle. It's on my term. Somebody, Somebody saw on Jimmy Dore's show is lifestyle left. That's like a a very different thing, probably, than uh, because they made it all. It's not really like class anymore. It's it's all like uh, identity. So then it's like you know how could you punch down at the Duchess? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you, you know, can't even like, see that. Pierce yeah. Morgan got canned, by the way. Before we go into that, for what did he do though? Uh he could. I don't know enough. So just you know, he I guess he criticized what you just said on the Duchess. Um or the I'm former. curious. I only saw one part of the clip walked, of someone yelling at him, but I don't know what he, it is he said. He walked off. I guess you know, I don't know enough. So Did you see I, I only watched you know, half of the interview. Yeah. And it was kind of interesting. But then it was like what he did he was he was kind of like, how can you um it's the monarchy, you know. He was like pro monarchy. Yeah, he's it's a like, dude. I mean, he is a douchebag, by the way. Like, like he's a, a a legendary douchebag. But um, but he can be funny. Yeah, like I I don't. He's he's their version of the exact kind of douchebags we have here. But uh, <laughs> the thing that's amazing is because I watched that interview. Me and Kyle got a. Kyle's filming it now. We wrote a fucking Megan like. Oh, I cannot man. wait to make, put it out because we were in tears making it. Oh my god! And uh, if you watch it, it's it's really like you got to be a real jag off to watch that and and go like think you got some kind of straight story. 
Yes. Are, 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 I mean, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> like you can't see like the just the horseshit manipulation of the whole goddamn thing, and like, you yeah. know, they got a Netflix thing, and like it, this is launching their new. So, who do you believe? Well, if you're talking, what are you talking about? You said you think you got the real story. Okay, so you got Oprah asking. I think questions. I heard manicured horseshit. Manicured horseshit. <laughs> right. I mean, that's just yeah. very clear. But I'll tell you what's fascinating. This was the layer, which I saw it on uh, that show, The Hill Rising with uh, Crystal Ball and yes. uh, Saga or something. Yeah. And yeah. So I didn't know this, but in, there's all these tweets and like in, people in the UK because it, it was CBS streaming, right? Yeah. So in the UK, they can watch it. And a whole bunch of people, while that Piers Morgan horseshoe was going on, a whole bunch of people were like, why are there so many pill commercials? Like they don't have that where drugs advertise on TV and, and tell you to ask your doctor about a fucking drug. Like that's a thing you would do. Yeah. That's not, they don't have that in the UK. So everybody's like, what the fuck you guys get? <laughs> Why are they advertising? What, I would ask my doctor about a drug. Why Their minds were blown by that. So uh, uh, in terms of real people, I'll bet you there's a lot more of that than there is of the nitwits who would care about any part of, so you're saying they played the interview on there's, that did you show? Did you watch the interview? There's there's a there's 45 fucking ads. Yeah, I watched Six some of it. Six at a time. Yes, and so all the Brits were saying, "Why are you advertising for fucking Zoloft ten times?" Right, because they have an NHS. Yes, people who hate their health service were like, "Boy, I'm so glad I don't have the dumb shit system that America had." Yes. That which that should be the main takeaway of the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> okay, for yes. everyone. Yes. Because it is stunning. It's much like the COVID thing where we lock people down. We'll pay them fucking money. Like, do something. It's not, it's, it's not uh, stimulus. It's relief. It's stimulus for the jerk-off friends. <laughs> you know, for the Goldman Sachs, wherever you give the most to, it's, it's a it's true. stimulus. But yeah. for the actual people, they never want to do that. They call it, it's moral hazard, they call it. Yeah. That's what Obama's people call it that, moral hazard. Moral hazard. What like, remember, mean? like when the, uh, you know, the housing market collapsed and yes, so they oh. had to bail out one time. They had to bail out all the, the rich. Bench. Then the second, when they got, then they got their bonuses because nobody thought to tell them no bonuses. Yeah. Then the second time, they didn't bail out. <laughs> they just they gave banks more money and they they let like nine million people get uh kicked out of their house. Some of them who did not even owe money, like just they they set it up so it was easier for the bank people to take houses, which was the, the deal. Like it's unbelievable. I mean, it's an unbelievable, uh, just to fuck the common man. No, just, I think it's more of a, who gives a shit about that. That like, so because if they had helped bailed out homeowners, like you've heard it put that way, right? Like they didn't bail home. It was in the John, John Stewart interview with, uh, uh, Joe Rogan. And Stewart was like on zoom, I think. Mm -hmm. And he said, he asked the guy, you know, Tim got like, well, why wouldn't they bail out homeowners? And he goes, moral hazard. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I I think I know what it means, and I, I'm amazed it's not applied to the people that they did give the money to. So moral hazard jail. for the common man, but not for the yeah, big Yeah, people banks. get used to being, held, being bailed out. If we bail them out, people that aren't banks will get used to it. You know, their morals. That's what, what that is. I don't think John Stewart pressed it either. I think he just... That was the answer, and yeah, moral hazard is that. I mean, it's it's, it, it's mind blowing. So now, all these people, and and we're not only like 
uh, uh, <laughs> you know, the only first world country that doesn't do shit. Not only that, uh, there's a whole bunch of like African countries and developing nations, they call them, that are also doing like we're not even to that level. In terms of helping our people during this pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, okay, then maybe it's not that kind of country. Then don't fucking let people die, work themselves to death because they want, they'd probably rather eat. So it's like, you know, and live their lives. Like the people who are the most freaked out of like getting COVID, it's hilarious because it happens to celebrities. But that's that, like, if you're like rich or something, like, oh my God, I can't die. I'm rich. <laughs> like there's an extra layer of fear, mm-hmm. you know, and a, a complete lack of having to worry about money the way somebody else would in this fucking thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if you're supposed to save up your whole life for this pandemic, but I bet you a lot of people didn't. No fucking so many people are living paycheck to paycheck and they need that fucking money. That's what they need. That fucking money. Or all the people that, uh, the, the, what do they call it? The frontline employees? Frontline. Yeah. So that's like food delivery people. It's on the, on the ad for the frontline front. All the people that are minimum wage. Yeah. Frontline. Yes. And, they didn't, they're not giving them their $15 an hour, which is like shit. They, they took that out. They didn't pass that. No, no it's not going right. to make it this time, guys. There's another oh, thing. Fuck. Yeah. So, so because fuck them, they're not the fucking people that donate. They make $15. <laughs> they make $13 an hour or whatever pitiful raise. That blows my mind that that's a thing. Because I remember when it became like seven twenty five, like when I was young. I think yeah. I had like a job at McDonald's. Yeah. And uh, I remember all, we can't do that, raising money. We're just going to destroy, you know, small businesses won't be an operate. They had all these reasons why it can't happen. And then they raised it and no, nothing fucking, it was, it was more money than ever they made. It remind me of in New York when uh, the, when, it wasn't like a strike, but the, the pay in the city clubs was low. Okay. Mm-hmm. They never really did that in LA. But in New York, it was like you bang around doing spots and uh, they wanted to pay. The, so when I moved the, to the city, it was $15. A spot. Or sometimes places would give you food spots. Yeah. Right? So then it was an actual battle to get it to $25 a weeknight and 75 on a weekend. Okay? Yeah. And the comic, Ted Alexandro, uh, Buddy Bolton, Russ Beneve, uh Tom Shalhoub, mm-hmm. those guys really got shit together. A couple clubs tried to blackball them, mm-hmm. especially the kind of place where the guy's also the, like a manager of comics mm-hmm. and owns a club, which is a fucking conflict of interest. I don't know if they, <laughs> like now the seller, knowing the seller raised the money on his own without just like, he's just like a decent guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But some places had all that. Oh, how are we going to 25? That's not good. Like it was nonsense. And then there was like this little mini boom where all these clubs kept opening up. I, I never believe like there's no numbers or that that someone's going to tell me that I haven't heard already that <laughs> it was it it came out exactly opposite of that like I've already I'm not bright right but I've already seen it that it doesn't harm business at all it actually uh, yeah I mean I guess getting money moving around with people is I always works on the bottom too I always thought like in town spots like New York and L A in the last few years they actually went up. But forever they were ten, fifteen dollars, and that was always we were always just told it was a showcase spot, yeah, which and, I was fine with. Yeah, well, it's different. Ellie's different because, and now it's more. Yeah, it. Yeah, well, Rogan was the reason. I'm. I'm pretty sure the comedy store. 
a hundred percent. Went up like for most, well, for the scene, really. I mean, all the every club yeah. in the last four and a half years. I mean, it's just jam packed. One of the few people I know who would get the money like that on a show, or you know, those shows he would do in uh, the main room. Mm-hmm. You just get he he divide money with the comics, like I know, you know, incredible. Yeah, like. I, if seeing like him get smeared or like Jimmy Dore get smeared, like these people that like, I just know them to be like, just good, mm-hmm. like pretty honest fucking people. Like that's that you almost can set your watch to it. That that's somebody that's got to like, you know, <laughs> that somebody has got to go or be lumped in with uh, whatever. I know. So what, well, that's why I want to ask you. Cause we just covered a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen, dude? It's only to gonna what? get. It's only gonna get worse. Like you're saying, like reasonable people, like Jimmy Dore. I just saw this thing on your thing. Yeah, right. And they're trying to call this guy like yeah, flirting. I don't know enough that? about him, but I, he's a really sensible guy. And he he's doesn't do hilarious. He also doesn't do any like culture war bullshit. If you notice, if you ever watch him, all his stuff's about like, you know, it's almost like The Daily Show, but I like. I like it way better than I like the daily show because mm-hmm. it's like stuff I wouldn't have heard like news. I wouldn't have heard. Yeah. And that he gets the clips, you know, daily show show the clips of like the, how the news fucks up. Yeah. So he does that, but he does it with stuff that I don't think you would have ever seen on the daily show stuff that I wouldn't have seen. So mm-hmm. I like it. And, uh, there's never any bullshit. And he's the guy that he never does that lump in thing that they do to him. Like <laughs> he's just like, it's just principles. Look, it's just, Principles. That's. I just like to see somebody have principles, and it's very. Uh, yeah, he has a lot yeah. of principles. Yeah, right. So I don't a, have to like them at all. I just like. I respect if you have them. You know. So when a common sense dude is getting like smeared like that, it's just getting crazy. Do you ever remember being this crazy where they want to just cancel your voice for well, not? Now that's a, th- like. Yeah, I remember before it was even before Trump got in, but back then it was called call out culture. I kind of remember that they're like call out, cal-, and then it 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 metastasized. Yeah, into a, yeah. right. And it, it metastasized. Yeah, like it was like a tumor that should have been lasered out. But now, do you know? Here's what's we'll bring it all down. Which is like one is probably be a bunch of women, like like I, you know uh, what's her name that got fired, Gina Carano. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about like, think about like all, especially besides Chappelle, like think of all like the dudes, you know, like I, nobody would be balls out as much as her and like not take that shit. Like I, everybody else would be like, I can't, I'm afraid. Like I watch people tiptoe around just saying she's a nice person. Dude. And I understood it. I was like, I see your position, but that chick fucking. I know she's, you know, she's the real deal. So that like a few more of those will help it because the narrative does, because now this narrative of like, well, if you don't, you must hate women and you must be a living your mom's basement and be an insult. And like, it it doesn't work when you keep seeing people that are, uh, you know, diverse, I guess is the, the buzzword that that's when you say, and by the way, that will happen, but I don't know if it outpaces like, cause now this is a corporate thing. Like there's a whole consulting industry do you ever look up look up like just woke consultants <laughs> no yeah there's tons what, is that way so there's a meme going around of me yeah from malibu's most wanted and it says the coca-cola's <laughs> be less white training <laughs> and so i think that's part of the woke 
consultants, but they were like B. Well, they're all, you know. Woke consultants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, cause, so do you notice when like these companies try to, there used to be a meme where it was like a crab and it would say silence brand when the, when the, the company started having like cutesy tweets. Like brands would have a like Burger King. Oh, McDonald's is no. Yeah, they know, would do I something. McDonald's mom, <laughs> you know, like some shit. Yeah, and um, and and so then it started. Everybody started doing it, and then some meme came out of a crab like lasering that said "Silence Brand." Like people kind of got sick of it, but so okay, that's marketing now, and um, and so they're like, we want to show we're on the right side of history, right? Like we're we're also people that are going to go to right side of history, heaven when we die. So we want to show, and uh, you know, it's also they. So it's also youth. They go, you know, what are the young people into? So who do they get to tell them who the young people? Because they don't know. What the, they, they're out of touch. They don't know what the fuck anybody's into. Yeah, they get young consultants that are into that kind of shit, like the high spa- like the high sparrow from the Game of Thrones. You know, that seriously. <laughs> like, I think we need more high sparrow around here. <laughs> then they got her walking out naked on a shame walk. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to her to blow them up. Is what I'm saying. Yes. So, so now that's these companies are so afraid to be thought of as not good. It's really bad because Dude, but who are they afraid of? That's what I'm saying. It's a small section. So it's like corporate money's afraid of who? That's always afraid. They would listen. But there's not think, that many it, people listen, that feel like the woke. Imagine this, like it was just like when I was a kid, it was just starting to come out of them being afraid of not being racist. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they and, it, and it's not, this is the thing, they always, there's always a thing where you reverse the blame and put it on the audience. Like, because you guys, that's why we did this, because you guys are so racist. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they don't want to take any chances. It's all about getting money. And the the part of like. Wait, afraid of not being racist. You mean afraid of being racist. No, look at old Disney shit. This is what blows my mind. Like, look at old Disney shit that they can't put on, you know, that they're not going to put on fucking Disney plus. Well, there's a lot of disclaimers. Yeah. Yeah. They yes. probably got uh, uncle Remus chained up in a, <laughs> under the, in the Disney Vatican jail. <laughs> yeah. So the past of these companies are ridiculous. Remember the razor that, that the best a man can do from Gillette. Yes. That was like a couple years ago. Yeah. Right. And and you're like, what the fuck? Like it was be less, what a man. Yes. Yeah. Gillette's notorious. Like all their previous ads, which I didn't even remember until they did that stupid thing. But people brought it up was all the previous things are like, you know, girls with big tits and like, you know, yes, that kind of stuff. So there, it's just the, the hypocrisy of it's so fucking repulsive. I know. But here's my question. It's insanely re- repulsive. But who dude? they say like X amount of noise on Twitter is made by X amount of people. So like 90% okay, of the noise is made by like 2% of the but, people. But this also keep in mind, like all these massive companies are rife with abuses all the fucking time. And so now there, so that's a needs. And so it's a thing to like shut people up for real shit. So, so now they get a consultant, right? Like that, the white, this is amazing to me. The white lady that wrote the uh, white fragility book, you know, with the curly yeah, hair. Yeah, I didn't read it. And, he, yeah. and it, you see Jimmy Fallon having a do a special show where he kind of like grovels before her. Okay, yeah. About about him playing Chris Rock mm-hmm. years ago. Okay, mm-hmm. which is like on. Look at the con game of that. That you have to answer to a white lady for a thing that a whole bunch of white CEOs all approved because it had to be approved. Yes. By a whole bunch of execs. Yes. And I'm and you and I'm sure they had long. 
There was some S&P. There was no hate in his heart. I'm sh- I think Chris Rock approved the he's impression. A fucking, he's yeah, a right. great impressionist. Right. No, Chris Rock literally did say, I approve that. So what's the issue? It's it's protecting the higher ups that said, yeah, have him go like Chris Rock. Cause now th- so this is all to indemnify themselves always. Like if something goes bad at, at one of these companies, you know, they can go, well, we, we got the Robin D'Angelo course on not being racist, so we're not really responsible. They've been trained to not be racist. So that's an, so she made a jillion dollars off that, off telling everybody she's a racist. That, this is her thesis. So it was like, I'm, this I, is what I did and don't do this? No. I'm, I have these weird, awkward interactions with black people all my life, and I realize that I am racist, and therefore you're racist. And we all have to acknowledge we're racist. Nobody read it. It's like the new Bible that you know people believe and in. She believe. sold yeah. that to corporate. She's, it's the most celebrated. In every shitty TEDx talk that you see, or now even TED Talks, it's people marketing the next white fragility. That, that buzzword, white fragility, is a, a major moneymaker. So everybody's dream is to be like, I'm going to come up with like, I don't know who invented toxic masculinity. But, you know, <laughs> Yo, <dude. laughs> I, hope, I hope they patented it, uh, the copyrighted it like three Pete, you know? It's so true. Wait, I've been hearing white fragility for a while. So what is actual... White fragility. You know, I'm like uh-huh. mining. I'm like, uh, ironically, I'm, I'm navigating this minefield. With ironically, you. white fragility is exactly what these corporations suffer from, which is f- uh, white people feeling uncomfortable having, and defensive talking about race. So that's like, don't be fra- now. Okay, it depends. I guess it depends what you're talking about with race. If you're saying you're you're born a racist. <laughs> You people probably will get defensive a little bit. I imagine mm-hmm. it's like they don't want to be called a kind of criminal. I don't know if you know, but it's a kind of criminal, and not if you actually did anything, but if you even did something that you didn't that f- violates a rule we just made up now on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have a clean. It's that's crazy, and that's the the effort to like make everybody a fucking brand, right? Like yes, and everybody is like, yeah, I want to be. It's talking about dehumanization, like. You know, they. I, this is my my term, but this guy uh, Alec Bostwicky, who's a reporter that has a good channel, he calls it the thin blue check mark, and that's their fucking <laughs> self righteous. Like we are the only thing standing between. And the thing is crazy is guys like Jimmy Dore are talking about real shit. Yeah. When I hear it, it's so bizarre because I, all the news has been horse shit for, like a long time. Like and, it, and and then it slowly became only about like really like gossipy. Because well, we're not paying the company that owns the company that owns this company is not paying to send you to really check out things or, or do any kind of investigation. Just go on Twitter and find, you know, that Jimmy Doracle could just easily, just as easily just say nothing happened. They literally guy told us nothing except some kind of fear mongering nonsense akin to Dungeons and Dragons will cause suicide kind of. You know, that kind of, uh, I don't know who it's for, like, like clucking hen, older Wait, moms. what are you saying with what you mean? The, 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 everything they do now is not like information that you need to hear ever. It's what information do you want to hear and what kind of like, like, uh, Gawker, Gawker was the first one to, I, I felt really push it. What kind of clickbait thing? So now there's, now that there's a pure financial motive for it, even like, 
whatever public service Walter Cronkite feeling you're supposed to have, that's gone. That's done. Yeah. Like, and, I, I agree with him. He was like the last news dude. Like, I mean. Like Ted Koppel, maybe. I, but even when I was a kid, all those news people, I'm sure were empty suits the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. They're people on TV, so I don't. Trust I don't buy. Yeah, they're gonna say whatever the fuck. But you felt like it was real. You felt. I, but maybe we were just. I felt like young. it was less horrible. Yes. And and like I said, it's not that I'm bright. It's just that even I can see the bullshit. How, yeah, it's it, it, it's obvious now. Like like because there's a new generation of people that didn't get the proper training, I guess, in making me not. You know, they don't know how to maintain the matrix. It's upsetting. I know, and what I want to say is, is that that. I just be by being in the comedy clubs and in the country and playing different things, the temperature is so different than what's reported. And that's what's crazy. Yeah. Well, didn't you notice when Chappelle's hour came out? Of course. Gotta, <laughs> I know. It's isn't like, that weird? So brilliant. Every, all and the audience the- hated Chappelle's thing and loved Nanette. <laughs> That's that's when like the indicator, and I don't mean I just. Like, yeah. I like Nanette, man. That was good too. Uh, as Very good. as what as like a one woman show, I, not as what? a comedy special. What? Hold sure. on, you're being a purist. You're being like some purist. It was a very, very. It could be a. It, it was different okay. than a. So imagine somebody it was goes, a one out. It was a. It was look, a great show. Look, look. look let's Just say, because it didn't fit in the typical. But it's supposed to be comedy, okay? But that's there was all. a lot of laughs, Kurt. Let's say somebody she took goes, her pain. Let, let's say, yeah, and didn't make jokes out of it like the rest of us all do as co- comedians. <laughs> oh, and then a bunch no. of, oh, here, here, I'll put it the better Dude, way. Pica- she was doing jokes about Picasso. It was really, I'm She was trashing a better artist. I, 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 hold on. I, I'll put it this way. Jesus. Let's say somebody that you know of wealth and taste is like, you got to go to this new restaurant. It's the future of dining. It's what the long overdue. And you go, okay, oh, I can't wait. And you show up and it's like a, a prefix menu. You know, you know, you're not paying. And then the chef comes out and uh, tells you he got raped and then quits being a chef. What? I uh, 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 hi, uh, uh, I know, I'm, I'm, but I just need to tell you I got raped and I don't want to be a chef anymore. Bye. That's the fucking show. You would be like, oh, this restaurant. Yeah, it's not. You're being a purist. You don't have to have food at a restaurant. You could I, just have a talking to from someone who looks like uh, uh, Ebert. I, I, dude, there was a lot of jokes in it, but okay, we can disagree. I, no, here's what I want to be it clear about. It wasn't a typical comedy. Never special. mind the not funny. If The point of it, and I don't know who, because I've seen it twice, okay? Oh, wow. And so I've made just, someone watch it who was over my house, a TV person, uh, exa- I don't know, if it, maybe he is an exec who told me this cock and bull, how good it was because it's just in him programmed for his job to pretend it's a, it's a marker of class now at this point. So, but he comes to my house. I put it on. He begged me to turn it off. The point of the show is a bad point. It's me turning my pain into comedy is a form of humiliation and I'm not going to do it. Well then get the fuck out. We all who do this, even somebody who's a fucking prop comic is taking some pain and turning it. You're a clown. You don't have fucking dignity. Do you want your dignity? Stop being it. Now to her credit, she was saying how she's quitting because she'd rather have dignity. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well your entire philosophy about what constitutes comedy is bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. So sure. Quit. The thing that I have a problem with is not so much that is all these people. It's not stand up for, it's not, it's not comedy. I never mind stand up. It's not comedy. This and especially this is the best comedy, and not only is it the best comedy, it's better than Chappelle's fucking special. Bullshit. No one said that. 
Yeah, well, look at the Rotten Tomatoes. Every fucking critic, trash Chappelle. So that oh, tells me critics. Yeah. So I understand if you're not going to judge comedy by how funny it is. Sure, you can make all kinds of shit, but the. I'm just uh, not a purist. I'm a fucking the comedian. I'm making things. No, you want, listen, Ch- no one's touching Chappelle's special. We all, everybody knew that that right. was brilliant. But, brilliant. but was that the reviews? The, the reviews. But no one, none of us in our community listened to those reviews. We knew right. it was bullshit. They well, were, okay, that's, that's that the was, point I'm going to. Okay. Is when, when I knew how split the shit was, was first the Chappelle thing. Did mm-hmm. Chappelle come out first or did the Nanette come Nanette out? came out. Okay, first then that thing, and then the Chappelle thing. I was like, I'm blown. So, I mean, Hold, dude, yeah. Let me comment on this. Yeah. First of all, no one in our community, comic or non, even just in Hollywood, everyone knew that Chappelle's special was fucking brilliant. And I didn't even right. read the reviews. I had heard that, and yeah, then it sure. was like, I, oh, yeah. and it was only a handful that they reviewed it, and they the thing then, and so it was like. The opposite. It was 99% fresh with everyone who watched it and like 2% fresh with whatever. There weren't audience reviews at first. Yes. It was the critic one first. Which is insane. Now, yeah. So they they were coming because, you know, Dave was doing what Dave does beautifully, what a great right. comic does, which is attack, you know, But did you notice? Did you notice? They didn't want to attack. Well, let me comment. Yeah. So hold that thought. And then, but Nanette came before and why I... I, I wouldn't say Nanette. I wouldn't even compare them. It was a completely different thing. But yes, Nanette, that's what I'm saying. But but Nanette was still. It was very different. I guess what I'm saying is it wasn't a typical stand-up special. But there was a lot of funny moments, and it was heartfelt. It was deep. It was dark. She explored her pain. I mean, it's. Apples it's a, and oranges. It's a but great one-woman show. Okay. I agree. It was a great one-woman show. I am not arguing about the merit of it. Yeah. Uh, is that? I'm saying it ain't a fucking comedy. It's not comedy. It's not what it is. It's not... Even if you want to say it is, you can call it a tragic comedy. You can't even compare it. You already... This is not even an argument. You said the same thing I'm saying. It's not the same thing as what Chappelle was doing. Chappelle was doing stand-up comedy. 100%. And so... But look, that's not even that, that big a deal because... Like, as long as I've done it, whoever's going to be in charge of writing that kind of shit, it was never 100%, you know, it was never that Rotten Tomatoes percentage of people either lying or wrong before, it, but there was a lot. It was a lot of horse shit. Mm-hmm. Remember when Lisa hit a big with racist job? Lampanelli <laughs> came in and won on a, and, and got a, was beloved by the industry. Lisa Lampanelli was... The Nanette of the time, like finally a woman saying offensive things. And that was like an industry, like mm-hmm. I've watched, you know, I watch them, like I watch it when they all love Dane Cook and then all of a sudden they hate Dane Cook. It's the same. And what is it? It's a bunch of fucking like it. it, it but they're not, they're just a few reviewers, you know what I mean? And they, I don't even, but can't then even take them in. But unless you're like Chappelle Big, okay. They have the power to get some shit done. Yes. No, okay. And it's like, this is like old timey studio kind of Basically, shit. Basically, they can fucking smear someone's name. Yes. And fuck you up. Like, yes. And there's no, uh, you know. There's no like fucking fact checking and fucking union right. of like, yo, dude, you didn't like the jokes. Doesn't mean I'm not fucking great. You just didn't like them because it doesn't fit in your narrative. Well, Don't this is what I was going to say. This, this is what I was going to say. Did you notice that? On the Chappelle reviews, or when they're like, "Oh, this," I saw like, "Who's the kid from uh, the Young Turk?" The that guy from the Young Turks, his 
beautiful Turkish nephew. <laughs> I don't know if you ever watch Young Turks, but the young guy. Mm. I saw him on there outraging. He's, he's talking about Chappelle. And they go, he made jokes about trans people. I mean, read the room. That's what he said, read the room. So now I don't know if that kid's deranged or he's just being like catty. I can't tell. I, he might be that stupid because I saw the room, which he was reading, that he's killing in. Killing. You mean the room that you're... F- f- like, it was unbelievable to hear that. And uh, they don't tell you what jokes he said that were bad. Do you see the, how... Do you ever watch how it switches where... Like they don't, they don't let you know what the, in the article about, uh, fuck, who's the other? I didn't read one review. Well, most people just read the headline. I just watched the fucking special. Yeah. I don't, I listen, I've had my shit review bombed for my comedy center. I have people tell me I'm going to just review bomb your hour. What does that mean? Review bomb? Like go on IMDB or whatever, whatever you go to check and see an hour review. And I didn't give a shit because I'm like, who the fuck? Who the fuck looks at reviews before they watch a con- like? You mean take you down? Yeah, like you know, people review. But it was a long time ago. I used to get everybody because they were offended. Of what I you really said. do talk too much. I used to get everybody mad at me. <laughs> yeah, you fucking did. Yeah, that that's when the there team was of weed kicked in. When there was a when there was a thing an alt right which was not it was like a marketing horseshit from that guy, but when people were like in that online mode of like, yeah, I think I'm part of this. They fucking came, they laid off only because they saw what the fucking <laughs> feminist, the feminist press did to me. So, and then they like felt bad and I guess stopped. So the feminist press came after you. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm saying the feminist press, but that's what it, the ball got rolling from like the people on Twitter. You're talking about the, yeah. the, the stands. Yeah. They're called stands. Yeah. Which is based on a, the the, about a deranged. Yes. That's probably healthy that they've named themselves after a mentally deranged, violent stalker. Yes. A stand. We stand. Yeah. And, stand. and and of course, you should be tried by a jury of stands first. Yes. Then it moves up to the blogosphere. <laughs> then it moves up to the fucking, like, your huff pose and your daily beast. Like, I, that's why I congratulated Jimmy. He got a nice, uh, 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 you know, the daily beast is like, that's the whole thing is like, who we're going to tell you who's a beast. <laughs> You don't need to even check for yourself. We'll make a list of them for you. The Huffington Post just got laid off a bunch of people. Yeah. In fact, all these piece of shit companies. How do you you really feel? Yeah. No, worse than that. All these piece of shit companies have been failing for years now. Mm -hmm. A lot of them were just floating because of Trump. Mm -hmm. So, so that's why it got more and more shitty and desperate and vulture. They're like vultures now, like way more than they ever were. Dude, let me. They're all paparazzi now, but they don't even have to show up and harass you like Britney Spears. They could do it from a comfortable. Uh, you don't give a fuck what you say. Well, I, what I, do I got a J- Disney job? I know that's the thing. This is what I want. Yeah, I don't, listen. I do you see? That's the thing. Uh, no, I, I don't give a fuck I, about anything like that. Don't. Yeah. No, if you you really are a what you believe. When you say something, you believe whatever truth you believe in what you say, and you stand by what you. I believe. could be reasoned out of it. Of course, you can. You're a very open-minded guy, and and you are a super fucking intelligent guy, and you're a super bullshit. You're like your bullshit meter is like you have no uh, politics about you whatsoever. There's no uh, yeah. I should you know which I which I love, but I should have like um but, had that. No, you uh, don't have to. 
This is what, but, yeah. but here's my question. See, why I, why, why I love like how you are is because in Hollywood, which I think is, is changing and it's, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Right. It's, I've never remember being so much like if you wanted to play in that pool, you right. can't say anything. You know why? It's got the most guilty people. You said it in your thing. There's the most guilty people. So it's true, dude. There's just a few. Always those yeah. who scout the loudest are the ones that scare me. Yeah. And the numbers, the second thing is, is that, but what's, so then I'm like, okay, I like this. I like potting. I love YouTube. But now they're censoring people. So it's literally, yeah. dude, I researched it. The only way we can really do this is get uncanceled is you have to get a VPN and you have to have a server from Scandinavia. And it has to like literally be at the Isle of Man. And that's where you can like host like your free website. You mean once YouTube, once the algorithm completely. Yeah, censored. once that gets rid of you. Isn't it mind blowing? Dude, they're, they're kicking people off Patreon. They're kicking yeah. people off LinkedIn. They're kicking yeah. people off Venmo. So I'm like, yeah, right. so where you thought so you could like run a, to the like internet. Prophecy. It sounds like a book of revelation prophecy oh, you, that you'd hear from a lunatic about. A hundred percent. So now it's like you, if you go to, there's a, there's a server in Scandinavia that like, is like, like the real democracy. Right. And it's like, it's bizarre. Well, so here, wait, I'll be, I'll be um, like every fucking idiot to that thing that you said that I agree with. Like, well, if, if you get censored by the co- corporation, it's not. Because it's a private corporation. Yeah. So they can take... Like, what is that? Yeah. That's a fucking hypocrite yeah. or someone not thinking it They always through. say the private shit. Like that's any a, comedian somebody, that wanted Trump to be dude, censored off of Twitter, I was like, are you a comedian? Are you fucking... You're supposed to, That's what they call the left here, by the way. Just... They, this, is what's, <laughs> this is what's amazing is like, well, you really grab some of the... Some of the parts and not all the parts. That used to be Berkeley that you mentioned at the top was the free speech. That was where all the push and the ACLU used to defend even like a dirty Nazi. They would defend their right. We make jokes like, yeah, ACLU defends uh, something's right. uh, Nazi right to burn down the ACLU. I remember jokes like that. Right. Mm -hmm. But they had just had integrity because it's not that we're trying to protect this dipshit 12 Nazis that want to protest. It protects all of our rights. Mm-hmm. by letting them, you cause more damage when you try to censor. And so all these people, and you, it's young people, that's the thing that's mind-blowing is, they have the same attitude of like my mother growing up in a Jehovah's Witness. Dude. Where, where you could have brought a demon in the house with a Dungeons and Dragons book. Everything you're saying and why you are the way you are is never going to stop. Because information is being fucking disrupted. So if you think CBS is fucking disrupted, like, because we're watching Snapchat and YouTube, information's done. And so they're trying to cap it. Like these geysers. Yeah, you're right. And it's never going to fucking work. So now this guy's a nutbag or this guy's alt-right. It's uh, the currency currency they have is is inflated. Like they're inflating it gone yeah no one's gonna listen to legacy media anymore i'd much rather go on and see what's happening on twitter even though there's a lot of bullshit on there and yeah. i'll get my fucking news off of different rags and i'll put it again. you know where i get a lot of shit reddit reddit ain't that fucking crazy dude and well it's a, it encompasses a lot of different things so there's a lot of gonna, good stuff on reddit right it just aggregates things yes right and they're gonna say oh the reddit boards that's bullshit let me tell you gamestop is almost back no one's talking about it I, because yeah, they I haven't beat heard about it. it again 
No. Yes, they beat it again, dude. It was up wow. another 100% today. This is fucking March 6th, okay? Wow, so, so, really? Yes, yeah, so they were, they're called, it's a long story short, Diamond fucking hands did not let go. So those guys that had the fucking no short. No fucking way. He's, yeah, this guy was down to 6 million. He was at 42 million. He's at 41 million. He held, and a lot of people did. So they're proving the bullshit model that oh, that's great. It's incredible. And yeah. these guys did it. They did it to a fuck you to the big system. They did it to because they wanted to make money. Right. But no one's talking about it. So what I'm saying is. They choose not to talk about. That's the conspiracy thing. It's not a conspiracy. It's business. Exactly. It's just business. Now it's proven the model. Right. It's the sophomore year of this Wall Street bets. And it's working. So it's going to happen to a lot of other. You're going to see. You are going to see AMC movie theaters pop up. Get a get a Robin Hood and get a couple shares. I'm telling you, you're gonna watch this. Right. So what I'm saying is, information, all the stuff we're going through is so crazy. And to me, it's all because people are scared because there's a lot of stuff being exposed. Do you agree with that? I mean, it's done. That's how Dunzo. You know, by the way, that's why I think we get now. People are prone to make up crazy things, but 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 there's smoke. There's tons right. of smoke and people don't want to talk about well, it. No, what it is, what, right. I mean, that's not even conspiratorial. That's just like something openly said, like, yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah. And when you think about it, or when I think about it, like, think, think of these like tech guys that they act are like hot shit. Like most of them, their story is how they fucked their friend out of an idea. Yes. But that's how a lot of these people become billionaires. You know, you take a, Bill Gates took a, Xerox's idea before Steve Jobs could steal it. Remember that was their big yes, thing? Yes, but their, he also bought the code. Yeah, and it, it's like, it, I mean, I, I don't know if steal some kind of uh, slant, but it, it's always some dirty dirty trick on somebody, and then and then we just talk about them like they're the No, so Bill Gates got code from a programmer down the street. He did? Yeah, that was his story. I thought it was a zero, an old Xerox thing for Windows. Steve Jobs went to Xerox, something called Park Palo Alto Research Center, mm. and he was like, he basically saw the GUI. Right. The GUI is the graphic user interface, so that was the ability to click on an icon and it opened up. Like that was, that was like VR then. Did you see that in that movie, The Pirates of Silicon Valley? Is that what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about? I yeah. did, but I also read a lot about it, which is a great movie with Noah Wiley. Noah and, uh, Wiley. And Anthony Michael. And Anthony Michael Hall, yeah, right. And then there was that. And then Mark, they say, kind of borrowed the idea of Facebook from the Winklevi. So, yes, there's always... <laughs> the Winklevi. The Winklevi. So there's always... <laughs> Bitcoin came to them from a fucking party in Ibiza. Is that really? crazy? They were on a beach in Ibiza, like day drinking, and some dude like rolled up to him in a rave. Like, I mean, that sounds like how Instagram tells you it's going to happen, doesn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> so yes, all of these guys. There's always a little. It's never clean. Right, and the, 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 whatever the thing is, I'm fine. They don't want to be clean. The thing that just shocks me is like I don't care. You could be. I, I'm not like even mad that somebody's a billionaire. Like, I, I don't give a shit. What I don't like is why do you get to have all this say over what I do or say or think like, why do you get that? Cause you're billion. I don't trust you extra. That's done though, dude. Well, Your f- freedom is gone. Yeah, no, of course it is. People don't realize that we're being watched like nuts. It's been going on probably since before I was born. 
Well, I, I think it started going on. What I remember is when they did the Patriot Act, that was when it was okay. And then we found out that the, they were spying. And, it, and I remember at the time being like, eh, whatever, I mean, so they see my dick. I don't care. <laughs> like, I remember being, yeah. not giving that much of a shit. And I remember being like, well, like, because I liked Obama. So I'm like, well, you know, they probably. Uh, and and no, they, you never, now they abuse that power. They've been doing this shit where they, they, they can do all kinds of dirty tricks to get people for other crimes. Why mm-hmm. would they stop using a thing that they could use for terror? And there's little wormy ways. It's really scary when you look at that, the wormy, like how the FISA courts and shit work. They can do all kinds of wormy shit to grab anybody they want for any fucking reason. That's, that's, the, that's what it is now. So there's a guy. Really? What does that mean? Uh, Hold on, I have a question. I was going to but listen, go, go you ahead. You know, habeas corpus and like. Yes. Do, do you, okay, do you know, uh, did you see the interview with Snow, Eric Snowden? Edward. Uh, it's Ed, Edward. Eric. Who's Eric? His brother. His brother. He's pretty cool. <laughs> Eric, I was like, yeah. I think it's Edward. Yeah, he got it. He has this new weed company. Ooh. It's like awesome. <laughs> Wait, which? Yeah, which? Which interview? I've seen a few of them. Uh one. It was him and Joe Rogan. He was via satellite. Oh, that was incredible. So yeah, that was the first time I ever really like. Kind of, I didn't watch the movie about it or whatever. But this, he's like, this is constantly listening and constantly. And I, you- I kind of remembered all that, but hearing him talk about it, I remember thinking maybe he, at the time, that he was like a dick for do. No, he wasn't. That's a guy that, I don't give a shit. Like, they're like, oh, he's a megalomaniac. Good. Yes. Why the fuck did you do that illegal thing? And why is it like, uh, that's crazy. So if he comes back. They try to character assassinate him. Oh, they'll do worse than that because oh, if he yeah. comes back. They get him here. The way it works, and you go to court for that kind of stuff now, you're not allowed to present any defense at all. That's written into the, uh, 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 I don't remember what it's called, but it's with the FISA court. That's written in that you're not allowed to present a fucking defense. You can't go, yes, I did break uh, the, you know, violate the thing, uh, thing I signed the oath, but I did it because this, this, and this. You're not allowed to present that. So it's basically a, a, a court case where you go and they just say you're guilty and, do whatever the fuck they want with you. Probably like they did with uh, Chelsea Manning, torture you. That's what it, that's what it amounted to with the other person that. But he's not that. coming back then. I mean, hopefully. But Julian, Julian Assange, if they get him back, it's going to be. Uh, he doesn't want to come back either. Yeah, of course not. Well, he's in a shitty. You know, they keep you in like the shittiest possible conditions. He's probably like, it's probably like hellish. Like, and that, so that guy went through a lot of shit to give people information that they absolutely should have. I know. So people, this guy's yeah. a martyr. Yeah, and who wants to be the guy that does and you know, I just, wonder yeah. if Snowden, Snowden is not living his best life by making... <laughs> and by helping yeah. us. No, he's not. He's not. It's, that's a great... <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he's living in, like, Siberian consulate. And... <laughs> He can't even go on Rook. He has to go on through Zoom. And it's like, I think he didn't VPN. give him. I think like Putin's sick of him. Like he didn't give, cause he does. He hasn't said like, Oh, Russia's not corrupt. He, like what he said about Putin was what I thought was really interesting. Where he's like, you're making Putin look like, you know, yeah. Like Putin does all kinds of strong arm shit here, but then so Russia's not like a power, like China or so even China is not, you know, other than economically, but, but Russia Putin gets feeds off of that. Russians are like, oh yeah, he told America to go fuck them. Oh, America's scared shitless of Putin. And he was saying it props Putin up, this nonsense they do about like Putin's gonna shut down the grid. You've seen all the Russia gate. 
Doesn't it blow anybody's mind that all of that came out to nothing? All of Russiagate. Everybody I knew that was like, yeah, Russia hacked our election. Remember that? They kept that going for how long? Three years? Yeah. And then it turned to be nothing. And then it was on to the next thing that turned out to be nothing. By the way, Trump's, you could easily, if you wanted to, uh, win by a landslide being better than Trump. But they don't, (laughs) they still sign the Patriot Act for him. They still give him the money for dropping bombs on people, right? That's what Jimmy always says. If he's so goddamn crazy and his finger's on the button, why would you approve these budgets and these military actions? Yes. Because the one time I've ever seen the media like praise Trump was when he bombed Syria that one time. And that's when uh, Brian... They said he didn't bomb anything in four years. Oh, no, he did do that one thing. Yep, and and Fareed Zakaria, I saw him, he he goes, today he became a president. And Brian Williams, which everybody always quotes... And was, again, I saw this on Jimmy Dork. I don't watch fucking Brian Williams. That's why it's a great show. The beauty of our weapons. He, re- he recited like a poem <laughs> to fucking our weapons. Okay, so I avoid watching the news because it's so sickening all the time, the regular news. And so I wouldn't even be aware. Cause bl- I would be blissfully unaware. Unless it was Jimmy Dore, who's not the news. He's just a smart guy. Yeah, and he, I mean, it's funny. I, it, I, <laughs> you know what? I really identify with his manic yelling <laughs> that's a part of it also yeah but i learned stuff i stuff i didn't know like stuff that i kind of knew i'm like oh is that what that was and uh it's really something like why wouldn't i get this from uh, there was a point with regular news stuff where i would learn from it and now i've just i'm angry from it that's interesting like uh, that's the only thing i'm getting out of it is like now i'm mad not a thing of like even if I was mad about a new thing I learned, that would be cool. <laughs> but it's not. It's just like, meh, you should be mad. Uh, like, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how, oh, God, dude, you said something that was going to make me say. That's the question. It was uh, about what? Oh, fuck. My brain, dude. I just had a question. You just said. About the missiles, the beauty of our weapons? Why? Uh, why do you think Trump was so hated by the mainstream media? Because he's their fucking reflection and everybody hates their reflection, especially upper class twits and, you know, rich chicks with eating disorders and shit. Like, he's that. He's the, I mean, it's like the movie Annihilation. You ever see Annihilation? No. No. But it's great, I heard. It's all right. But the final scene, Natalie Portman's fighting with this, like, rainbow colored thing that's shaped like her. It's probably her in a bodysuit. And, like, the more she pushes against it, the more it pushes her. And, Mm -hmm. like... And then she relaxes and puts a grenade in his hand, pulls the pin and runs away. That's what it reminded me of. Like Trump is like their creation. That's what the, this is the thing I learned from it, from uh, Jimmy Doyle's show. Pied Piper's strategy was Hillary's strategy <laughs> to uh, have Trump be the guy she goes up against. And I remember, never mind even her planning, all of the comedy shows, all like the, you know, like your Colbert's and your fucking John, they're like, oh, please run Trump. Because they want it, right? That was the thing. It was a joke. Right? So all that smug shit, and they're like, oh, I can't believe it. And Hillary, I didn't know when she would actually campaign, her poll numbers would go down. When she would go visit, her poll, that's, (laughs) I didn't know that. That's hilarious. Why? Her poll numbers would drop after she campaigned. Because she's the second most hated political something of all time. Mm, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either, because I lived in. And then he went up. He would go up when he would talk because if you listen to him talking, okay, whether he's lying or doing whatever, he doesn't come off as horribly as Hillary Clinton does, no. who only comes off well to like 
corporate dip, the worst kind of chick in New York or LA who's like, I'm ambitious and I, yeah, you got to play the game. Yeah. That right. Like, like, come on. You got to learn how to play the game and I'm just doing what a man would do. Oh man. Right? <laughs> I read an article. I'm shit. You shit. You not about how Kamala Harris had to keep those innocent people locked up that she was ordered to release. Oh no! And then she said, "You know, would disrupt the prison labor. They want to just release prisoners in general because it was overcrowded and in inhumane, okay? And and she's like, well, it would ruin our our prison labor economy to do that. So that's why I can't. She didn't want to let people out. Yeah, because didn't want to. And then DNA tests. She's one of them block the DNA test kind of people. And one guy was a. It, I think they said that he he. Even though she did that, he said vote Biden. I I think I remember seeing an article about it. But I, it and so. I'm reading an article praising her from the dipshit press. These are like the DC House of Cards people I was talking about. They're worse than the girl what saw HBO's girl people. They're they're like just absolute scum. And he goes, Well, she did what she had to do as a woman of color to succeed in it. Oh, okay. Well that's that would probably be a lot of comfort to me if I was being held uh <laughs> wrongly convicted and I could have be set free because I'm innocent. I, I want, but I want her to achieve all her dreams. So I wouldn't want to risk so her wait. going to the top with my little innocence in prison. What a great point. Yeah. So is it that, that she put innocent people away or that, cause th- that's one thing I heard. And the other thing I heard was that she was just a tough prosecutor. You can see, uh, so what's uh, there's the truth. A, you could, if you Google, uh, look at or, the docket, no, no, go on YouTube. Kamala Harris's legal record. These two guys talking to Joe Rogan, who were very anti-Trump guys, mm-hmm. like they would vote for her too. I think was what they were saying over over Trump. But they know her record because they're some they're they're like I, I think they were like Innocence Project people. Okay, the way prison is here. That's why like oh, do you fund the police? Like, what the fuck is that going to do? What about the prisons? You you have a system set up that that we is need the police. Well, that's the wrong. That's like the lowest end of customer service. It's like yelling at the Indian lady from Verizon. Yes. Who's not, a, you know, like that's just someone they hired as a buffer. Yes. Now it's, you know, if, if she had a gun and could shoot you, I understand there's a difference. Yes. But, but the way to fix it is, is at the top. Like remember how Joe Biden signed the fucking crime bill that locked up all the black men, a generation of black men. And no one talked. Yeah. And that they got stopped, overlooked. They talked about it when Kamala was running against him in the debates they use Kamala used that. Yeah, that was in her. That little girl was me. Shit. Yep. But she has a terrible record. In fact, I think uh, Tulsi Gabbard got her good. That was why they really went after Tulsi Gabbard because she was talking about how she laughed about putting people away for smoking pot in some interview. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a real piece of shit in the interview too. So Kamala Harris did her that little girl was me speech to Biden about busing because mm-hmm. he said he didn't want his kids in a racial jungle caused by busing. Yes. This great healer of America said that. And so she was like, I could have been, but that little girl was me. And then when she cried, and by the way, they had t-shirts on her website ready to go pre-made that said that little girl was me. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So it was all a work. You could it wasn't see in it. the moment. You could see it. I mean, you could see it. She has the one. But she's just like, there's, that's a type it's a of wrestling work right there. Yeah, the, it's, that's ECW. That's like a storyline. But she's like the, the way it, the way we the cards is like they're making heels into baby faces now. Like Hillary was Trump was a heel, like how The Rock 
was a heel and got popular in wrestling. Yes. Hillary was always a heel. She was a heel for upper class uh, women who, who were like ambitious and like, yeah, you're playing in the ruthless, you know, psychopaths a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. She was, a, she's, she's like a, a heel. So then they tried to make her a baby face. Like she's the good, but nobody liked her cause she was a good guy. They liked her cause she's tough and she does whatever fucking <laughs> low down thing she needs to do to, you know, yeah. to cover up her husband's rape so that <laughs> yeah. Roe v. Wade doesn't overturn somehow. Yeah. So, that's what they admired about her, the fact that all these people hated her that they didn't like, right? And Republicans hated her. So if that's fine. You can like her for that. That's why the people like Trump. The same fucking reason. The mistake is to try to give her the moral, like when Hillary, when they asked her about gay marriage and they go, and she's like, no, I believe it's a, a holy sacrament. That's why I'm against it. Wow. You remember that, right? She said that? I don't remember that. Yeah. Obama said it not as, a lot smoother than that. But she said it. It was like one year it, that suddenly changed. I remember it was like very quick. Wow. And uh, and she, uh, you know, like what do you? The famous like it's just so insincere and such like a, you know, like I'm just like who do you think it's the op a a great mind that is supposed to be operating, you know, the the human penis that is Bill Clinton with his charisma, his fucking dick charisma. <laughs> Right, he was the he was the body and the dick of the operation, and she was the brain, <laughs> the fucking brain of it. Wow, that's a really you know, good, it was, yeah, that's a and, good take. And they own the the Democrats who are win, who are like the mainstream, and who will block out anybody else. That's their like little uh, gang, their little mafia they made. I, I look things like mafias to me. So when she talked yeah. though, I thought when she was normal, yeah, I thought she was actually kind of funny. Um, I when she was yes. like a ruthless lady. I've heard her. I that's right. Yeah, listen, that's an interesting point you're saying because that's why people like Trump when he was being. Like I, that. Why I like Trump it's when she tried to pretend. Yeah, when she tried to pretend it was no good. But when I she was can't like even blah, believe. Blah, 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 blah. Like yeah, she, if she was like when she was nuts. That's a I good point. It. If she went, she would. She should have stayed nuts. Yeah, that really would have been the way. If she went like, yeah, I did that. Because here's the thing with Trump. It's like you can't even say it and fucking east of fucking La Brea here. Why I think Trump was funny because he's funny. Yeah, right. Well, uh, also... He disarmed a lot of people. Listen, he's also... It's, he's funny for... And a, Hollywood made him. I don't know why Hollywood hated him. It's like he, the you guy love, that you runs love, CNN made him. Jeff Zucker yes, made him. You yeah. love him when he was at the Golden Globes. You would see him at the upfronts, dude. He would Yo, just be another person. Or when Hillary and Bill were at his fucking wedding. Yeah. <laughs> you got mad at that one. Because she's like... <laughs> did you read her book about... No. Whose fault it is I lost? It was, it's called What Happened? Nah. It's called What Happened with, by Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Who's got the time to read that? I don't know who reads a politician book at all, but yes. some people do, and I'll read them making fun of the books. Read them that. And, so, and she's talking about how it made her skin crawl to even be next to Trump. But dude, that's not true. Well, she no, was, then that's... She was, they totally chilled. She would go to events. All these people would chill at the same yeah, Oscar they're party. All, and, well, not just him. Uh, good old Harvey Weinstein. Of course. And then don't forget... Everybody knows Jeff social <laughs> social like Gilane. Yeah. That's why I couldn't ever get emotional because it was like when I used to go to ECW and I'd see like these the Sandman fight against uh the Raven, the guy Raven. Oh, dude, I and remember. Raven had kidnapped his son. <laughs> that was the story. This is before they revealed dude. it's scripted. And when I was relieving, I just see all of I just see all these guys that just wrestled getting into a van together. I'm like, oh, maybe Raven didn't actually kidnap his son in real life and 
So everybody who's really watching this will get what he's saying, and if you don't, the heel it's kayfabe. Other other people said it better. Kayfabe. The, the heel is 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 was this wrestling term, and also babyface. Yeah, I don't really. And this means in wrestling, this is real shit. I'm no bullshit. You what know is, that what does that mean? No, I don't know. Some of the best writers, by the way, start in wrestling. Your Patrice, Patrice used to did. wrestle, yeah. Uh, a guy right. named Tommy Tom Blanca. Yeah, they all wrote. Tommy Blanca was a uh, no like, kidding big time writer, bro. A great. Really? He wrote some of the biggest storylines, but he taught me this. What does that mean? No bullshit. <laughs> so in wrestling, that means I'm not bullshitting you. Oh. And so when you say Raven, dude, he's one of my greatest underground characters. He goes, what about me? <laughs> what about Raven? <laughs> <laughs> he would always, what about Raven? Yeah, right. Remember he would scream yeah. that? What about me? Yeah, right. What do you mean? What about Raven? <laughs> you fucking incredible. It really is like people doing Saturday Night Live together, but they have to actually punch each other. Yeah. Then hang out. Dude, it's as good yeah. as any fucking script. Some t- well, yeah, some more. There's ones I like better than others. Tom like, Blanche is a great writer. Yeah, I love that guy. My, Patrice, yeah. another amazing. And I mean, the fact that they, they yeah. had top tier talent. Yeah, right. At but these right at these wrestling now shows. I'm like, it's, it's funny. It's like this shit gets big, and then it gets more because that guy is a good example. The WWE guy. When you hear about like his, he's like probably a good hustler that got his dad's wrestling business, but he knew wrestling, mm-hmm. and you know all the fucking famous wrestling like mistake or the the uh, what do they call it the screw the was it uh, Toronto Montreal screw job. When they when Bret Hart and you know were they fighting over who was going to give up the title? Yeah, it was like Shawn Michaels and. The business thing was Vince uh, McMahon making like a dumb business decision, trying to be like Disney about his controlling the the stuff. And and so as they get bigger, these things, people get more controlling. I've seen personally, I've watched people as they developed into like big names. And I'm like, you know, where you get to see the process of it. Yeah. And it's amazing. Like, like you'll see like people like these outbursts of like power trip, and you're like, wow, you're doing that just to do it. I've just seen it a lot. And then as soon as you get like... Like artists who become more of a corporation. Everybody with this cancel shit, you're making it so they own you 24 hours a day. You have no time where you get to be whoever the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. You're expected to represent the company morning till night. Like it's the fucking 30s and you had company store and you got, you know, like... Yeah. And people under the... Go- like. And um, most of them, I think, are not even insincere. The ones at the top are, are insincere. They know it's a power thing. Mm. The people that have this imaginary power, like, ooh, I can affect your job. You know, it was mostly it was young, young people doing it that, like, you know, hadn't had to earn anything yet. So they're very, very glib about uh, <laughs> blithely trying to destroy your livelihood. Yeah. Like, well, that's what you deserve. Yeah, hmm. they don't fucking know. Yeah, but then people start to know, like, oh, shit. And it's a little power trip. That they're getting off on, and it's imaginary power. Meanwhile, while you've been doing that, these companies have taken all your information based on the psychotic stand tweets you make. They know everything about you, mm-hmm. so they can target advertising to you. They love you having this false sense of power because while you're doing this, and especially these low-level fucking blog reporters, while you're taking shit pay to do uh, piecemeal clickbait work on people, you're not getting paid. You see, they tried to start a union, like the BuzzFeed. Good yeah. luck, motherfucker. Yeah. And you're failing industry having a union when you don't produce. 
like <laughs> it's a, it's a trick and and then it gets snaps on them and then it's like oh i guess it was bad to use a uh, fucking corporate pa- while i pretend to be an anti-capitalist and meanwhile they move the fucking needle so now it becomes the norm they're fucked they realize they trusted the system which they helped build and it's twisted they never it's the same reason it's the really- people uh like i'm against I, i'm against i've been against the death penalty like I don't know what, since whatever age I grew up and thought about it a little bit, because, uh, what if you get the wrong person? I just, can you guarantee you're not going to kill an innocent man? Yeah. Now some people will be like, we never have like, fuck you. Yeah. Really? You like, I, even one person is too much. Okay. To just, well, it's so great having like Bible punishment. One innocent person, you're sacrificing people to the state. That's not democracy or good. There's other countries that don't do it are right to not do it. Yeah. And I asked Greg Gutfeld, who used to, he's on Fox. Yeah. Who I like. I mean, I, I don't have anything as, but, you know, he's, he's, I guess, Republican. And I'm like, what do you think about, like, what if they get the wrong guy? He goes, I'm fine with that. He's on my podcast. Whoa. And he said it so quick. I'm like, oh, in your mind, it's never going to come up for you. Oh, you must be, you're very confident. This is, and that's privilege, if anything, is, is you're very confident that the system won't fuck you over. Yes. My, my. And guess what? That pattern, he's not alone. What the fuck you think? Believe women. Oh, you're very confident that the system won't fuck you over. Mm-hmm. Then then when people, oh, the, hey, I heard the police aren't so cool to black people. I, I finally know. Like, what? okay, you just figured that out. You're not noticing that all the institutions aren't doing their job and they could be abusive and that's why we don't do these insane punishments because that's the confidence it's never going to happen to you and then it does it's the false sense security unless you're unless you're way up at the top yeah and then you better have a you know who's that guy that kicked out of cbs les moonves i don't know what they had on him but that's a that's a shocking high level person to get you know yeah it's just like or hey we got the terrorists and what about the people pro-life people right that were like yeah we see america has an obligation and uh, and probably god wants us to do that i've heard people say all kinds of religious shit justifications for that for a bomb in iraq and like well there's things called a just war and like okay but they blew up you're worried about people aborting their kids here you know there's probably pregnant women who are also christian that we blew up by mistake well that's okay you got it hey can't make an omelet without break that's everybody's attitude Break a few eggs. Yeah, and guess what? The omelet's never coming. That's the that's the trick you find at the end. Some famous quote: A guy went to Russia, and they, they goes, "Well, show me the goddamn omelet. There isn't one, is there? It's just broken eggs everywhere." Dude, that's not my quote. I'm that's just, a fucking. Great I'm paraphrasing to, a quote. But that is a great way to end this. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't make an omelet, but there, we made a mess. <laughs> broken eggs everywhere. Yeah. To tell the people where they can find you. You got a great podcast. It's called It's called get Can't R- Get right, right on the Gas Digital Network. Yes. Uh, my Instagram is Kurt Metzger Comedy uh, on at Instagram. And then uh, I do uh, my thing that I like to do the I most. I know that you went some of the darkest subjects tonight. Kurt Metzger Comedy. And you can catch <laughs> me on Cameo if you want a happy birthday. No, I got a... <laughs> you can. And, uh, uh, Which, by the way, should be comedy. Makes you fucking think, really. I yeah, I'm on for the lowest price on Cameo. I'm not charging. Are you on Cameo? Yeah, yeah. I never up the. I know. I have to get back on it. 
Yeah, I would just do it sometimes. That's um, funny that you're on Cameo, dude. You're like such an why anti do people put horror system, and here you are being no, a I, I don't, no, 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 no. I'll be that. I made a great living as a whore. I feel like for a long time. I, it's uh, no, uh, definitely. But I, a but shill, I don't, don't want to be. But I'll even be a shill. I getting canceled <laughs> means you're never going to shill in this town again. That's what that means. Yes. So it wasn't like I don't want to. Like I'm not brave, or I, I have a a, a disorder, <laughs> like. I'm not going to be able to be a different guy. You have no filter. Yeah. That, nothing well, wrong with that. I should be getting, honestly, disability payments. Um, oh, so me and uh, Kyle do sketch. Now, Kyle's Instagram, Kyle Dunnigan, which is great Instagram. It's incredible. Yeah, it was great before I got there. But before COVID, we started writing sketches together. And uh, uh, a lot of them are coming out. You know, we do a At Home with Slice Stallone. Yeah. Podcast. It's so funny. And we do something called Pussies, which is the uh, a male feminist podcast. Yeah. And we do, uh, we got working on one. I hope it's out by the time this comes out, but uh, a Megan Harry Oprah interview that we, we just, he's filming it now. I'm dying. It's because I don't see anybody doing a good, I, it's going to be out. Ours will be out before like SNL is what I want. Okay. So we'll look for it. You know, like if you're going to yes. make fun of that, it come, came out this Sunday. It's got to be out before Saturday. Yeah, just because I don't know what don't you think they would have a sketch? Oh, about for it? sure, dude. Yeah, and I yeah. want I want this one out first because we really got like uh, it, that him doing impressions one of my favorite. It's like my favorite thing. I can make up shit for that all day. Oh yeah, yeah. So you find his YouTube channel, Kyle Dunnigan, or Kyle Dunnigan one on Instagram if you want to see them. Best Biden, I think, of anybody, for sure. And I liked his Trump the best. His Trump, I liked. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's not as accurate as Biden, but it's a great Trump impression. And it's like, if you hate or love Trump, it will make you laugh. That's what I always, yeah. that's why I wanted to write for it. It was know? just so funny. It was just like yeah. over the top, but hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's not good deep fakes. That's the good thing. It's like face swap. Yeah. So the quality is much lower. <laughs> it it adds something to it. I don't know. But anyway, that's where you can find me. Uh. Yeah. Look for him there. Dude, thank you so much. Thanks, bro. man. Yeah, it was a I good time. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the Coke and the uh, pee. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guy. <laughs>